Hello and welcome to Better Work Days, a show dedicated to helping everyday professionals create better days at work. I'm your host, Andy Morrison from Real Custom Training, where we design and deliver professional development workshops that are relevant, engaging, actionable, and lasting. Each week on Better Work Days, we'll be taking a look at a specific concept, skill, or story that we use in our workshops. We'll make sure that they're easy to understand, fun to learn about, and most importantly, that they can be applied immediately in the workplace as soon as you finish the episode. Thank you for joining us. It's time for Better Work Days from Real Custom Training. Hey everyone, welcome to Better Work Days. I'm your host, Andy Morrison from Real Custom Training. This week's episode, I'm going to walk you through some tips on how to manage your fear of public speaking. Now, if you've been following us on social media, Facebook and LinkedIn, uh, as well as our YouTube page, you may have seen that earlier this week, we released a video of a contest I participated in. It was an amateur stand-up comedy contest held here in Putnam, Connecticut. It was to benefit Northeast Opportunities for Wellness, also known as NOW. And what NOW did was they put a spin on the Celebrity Bartender Fundraiser. There's a lot of celebrity bartender events in Northeastern Connecticut where local business owners, the celebrities, form teams, get behind the bar, get their friends and family to come out, give them tips. The tips go to charity, right? There's quite a few of them. It's a really popular format. Now had the great idea of putting a spin on that. And they said, instead of a bartender event, what if we did a local celebrity stand-up comedy night? So they got 10 local business owners, and I was lucky enough to be one of them, who all agreed, sure, I'll go up there, I'll give you five to seven minutes, and I'll see if I can do a decent job at stand-up comedy. It was an amazing night. Huge buzz in the community for it. Why? Because everybody likes a train wreck, to be honest. I actually think some of the audience may have been disappointed because I think some folks went there to see if anybody was going to bomb and nobody bombed. All 10 people did a really great job, which I was surprised by. Not that I didn't have faith in the other participants. I just figured with 10 amateurs who had never done stand-up comedy before... I thought the just the odds were that at least one person may get up there and and totally melt under the pressure and under the bright lights did not happen. Uh, everybody did a great job. And the event was sold out, raised, I think, over $16,000 for now. And now, in a nutshell, helps pay for kids to play sports in Northeastern Connecticut. And they offer all sorts of wellness and, and lifestyle programs for youth and for adults. So it's a it's a tremendous nonprofit organization. And they made a lot of money off this event because they had the community buzzing over it. They held it at the Bradley Theater in Putnam and they sold the place out. So a hugely successful event. And I thought a really great example of local business owners stepping up and applying a growth mindset. Part of a growth mindset is accepting challenges, stretching yourself beyond your comfort zone, asking someone to go up there and do a five to seven minute stand-up act when they're not a stand-up comedian. And in a lot of cases, they're not even professional public speakers. That's about as much out of your comfort zone as you can ask someone to get. And 10 local business owners did it and they put on a really great event. Now, I'll get a humble brag out of the way. I was selected as the all-star performer by the professional comedian who hosted the event, a gentleman, a very funny guy by the name of Scott Higgins. And I was honored to get that award. Uh, obviously, I do public speaking as part of my living, but I've never done stand-up comedy. I've always wanted to. I grew up watching Comedy Central Presents and other stand-up specials after school every day. Always wanted to give it a shot. 
I'm a big supporter of now. So I jumped at this opportunity and I, I was really honored to get the all-star performer award, uh, especially because it helps my bona fides as a workshop facilitator, including one of my workshops that this is particularly relevant to, which is dynamic skills for public presentations. That's one of the workshops that I run through real custom training and that workshop dynamic skills for public presentations is what I'm going to pull from for today's episode of better Workdays on how to manage your fears of public speaking. So one thing I want to start by noting, I didn't say conquer your fear. I didn't say get rid of your fear. When you look up this kind of stuff, there's a lot of hyperbole around it. Uh, I don't say conquer and I don't say get rid of because I think that's impossible. I don't think you're ever going to get rid of your fear of public speaking, but what you can do is manage it so that if your fear of public speaking is getting in the way and preventing you from tackling some public speaking opportunities that you may be given, managing it is the way to get past that. If you think the goal is to get rid of, completely eliminate your fear of public speaking, then you'll be wasting time pursuing an impossible goal. You're probably always going to be scared of public speaking, and we're going to talk about some of the whys behind that in a couple minutes. You're not going to get rid of that fear, but what you can do is manage it, and you can succeed at public speaking despite that fear. You can actually learn to use that fear to your advantage. So why is public speaking and presenting such an important topic at Real Custom Training where we primarily focus on development of supervisory skills and leadership skills. Well, it's simple. If you're going to advance in your career into any type of leadership position, you're going to have to present publicly. So we'll say public speaking, public presentations. I'm going to use those interchangeably. When you are in a management position, you're going to have to present. And why is that? Because if you look at presenting in public, uh, if you take a big picture look at it, there's two reasons why we present. The first is to inform, to let people know about something. This is this is true of public presentation. This is really true of any time you communicate with another human being. One of the main reasons you're doing it is to inform them of something. The second one is to encourage a specific action. So I, I challenge you, after you listen to this episode, try to think of a time you've communicated to another human being in which you were not either informing them of something or trying to encourage a specific action from them. In the case of the stand-up comedy show, you're trying to encourage laughter, okay? Think about that. There's never a time you're not informing or encouraging a specific action. So when you get into a management position, as we talked about in our very first or second episode, we talked about how the fundamental challenge of leadership is getting things done through other people. Well, keys to doing so, informing them, and encouraging them to take specific action. So there is no way you can be a successful leader without learning how to successfully present and speak in public. So that's why this is a really important skill to us at Real Custom Training. What I tell folks in the Dynamic Skills for Public Presentations workshop right off the bat is there's three things you have to understand to present effectively. And if you don't get your head and your hands around these things, you're not going to be a successful presenter. Your goal why are you presenting? What are you looking to get out of that presentation? What are you trying to inform your audience of and or what specific action are you encouraging them to take? Your audience itself is the second thing you've got to really know. What do they want? What do they need? You want to tailor your presentation accordingly. And lastly, yourself. You have to understand yourself in order to present effectively. In fact, 
I then would say, let's rearrange these in order of importance. The three things you got to understand to present effectively. You have to understand yourself. You have to understand your goal. Then you can start analyzing your audience. But you have to start with yourself. And that's going to be our focus in this episode. Why is it so important to start with understanding yourself when it comes to managing your fears of public speaking? Well, how do we all feel about public speaking? It's almost a universal human experience that we fear public speaking. Uh, as the great Jerry Seinfeld said in a bit that I'll paraphrase from the 90s because I'm not quite sure if I can use footage of him in these videos and I don't have time to find out today. Uh, Seinfeld had a bit about how uh, public speaking is the number one fear of most people. And that's that's still true to this day. That's data that comes out every year. Public speaking is the number one fear. The second fear, Seinfeld said, is death. So his joke was that that means if you're at a funeral, most people would rather be the person in the casket than the person giving the eulogy. Very funny, of course. But like most humor, it's funny because there's a big kernel of truth in it. People are scared of public speaking. It's inherent in us as human beings. And that is because... Think about from an evolutionary perspective, uh, early human beings, early homo sapiens, our primary goals are survival. And in order to survive, you have to be part of a tribe. Now, imagine you are uh, an early homo sapien and you've made a big mistake at the woolly mammoth hunt that day. All of a sudden, everybody in your tribe is looking at you. Back then, if everybody was looking at you, it probably meant you screwed up really badly and the tribe is looking at you and trying to determine whether it's in the tribe's best interest to kick you out of the tribe. And back then, if you get kicked out of the tribe, and it's true today, you get kicked out of the tribe, your survival odds are going to plummet. So it's, it's baked into our DNA. It's baked into our brains that when everybody is looking at us, like when we're up to speak publicly... It triggers fight or flight in us. It's 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 a it's an innately human thing. We get freaked out when everybody's looking at us. So public speaking naturally freaks us out. Um, this is true, of course, for everybody across cultures, across time, because its roots are in our own evolution as a species. And even today, I've read about how uh, social scientists, when they're doing experiments on stress and anxiety. And if they've got human subjects and they need to trigger a high level of stress in a human subject, do you know what they do? They give them a public speaking exercise. They have them either recite a speech in front of a group or they have them get up in front of a group and try to do math exercises. So it's innately human. It's not just you. It's not just me. It's everybody. It is hardwired into us to be afraid of public speaking. So that's why the first thing you have to do if you're going to be an effective presenter is to learn to manage that fear. Now, here's an exercise for you. And as always, you can pause the episode to do this. This is an exercise I run people through in the workshop. Uh, I want you to make a list. What do you fear about public speaking? Make a list of specific things that scare you about public speaking. When we do this uh, exercise with groups, we get responses like, I'm afraid of looking bad. I'm afraid of being judged. I'm afraid of appearing stupid. Uh, I'm afraid of forgetting my train of thought and stammering over my own words. Uh, I'm afraid of angering the audience. I'm afraid of getting heckled. The list goes on and on and on. One great thing about making that list with a group of people is that they see, oh, it's not just me. You know, everybody's kind of got the same fears. We may describe them differently, but they're pretty much all the same. 
your list that you're going to come up with is probably going to look a lot like a list that most people would come up with. And again, seriously, pause the episode. We'll, this is part of the actionable uh, element of our philosophy. Make this list of what you fear about public speaking. Once you've made that list, you're ready to start putting those fears into their proper sphere. Now, when I say proper sphere, here's the model, okay? If you're listening to this and not watching the live stream, I'll, I'll describe it for you. We've got three spheres, one inside the other. The innermost sphere is the smallest one. Inside that sphere are all the things that you control, the things that you have direct control over. You can decide whether they do or don't happen and how it looks when they do happen. Outside of that, the larger, second largest sphere, things you can influence. These are things you don't have direct control over, but you can exert some influence over their outcome. And then the outermost sphere, the biggest one, is the things you cannot control and you cannot influence. These are the things completely outside of your control. Uh, this is based loosely on a model from Stephen Covey. He has it down to two spheres of, of uh, influence and concern. But this is a great tool for managing your fears and your anxieties. So what I'm going to encourage you to do is take your fears, take that list, and start placing your fears into their respective spheres. So if you, one of your fears of public speaking is forgetting what you were going to say and forgetting, forgetting your speech, for example, well, that's something you have control over, or at least you could say you have influence over. You can practice that. The more you practice it, the more you can ensure that that doesn't happen. Uh, what if you're being heckled? Which sphere does that fall into? Well, you can't really control whether there's a heckler in the crowd but you can control your reaction to it. You can think about, hmm, if I get heckled, do I want to pull a Don Rickles and roast that person? Uh, if I do roast them, is that going to get me the result I want? Is it going to get them to quiet down or is it going to get them to double down and start heckling me even more? So even then, that's outside of your control, the heckler themselves, but your reaction to them is within your control. And depending on how you react to it, perhaps you'll influence them further. So you can be moving from one sphere to another here. So for all your fears that you have for public speaking, start placing them into these categories. Which of those fears can you control? Which of those fears can you influence? And which ones are completely and totally beyond your control or influence? Once you've placed them into those respective buckets, focus your energy and your time and your preparation on the things you have direct control over and the things that you have some influence over. If you can do that, you'll go a long way towards ensuring that your public presentation is successful. Now, it doesn't stop there. This is probably going to be a multi-part episode. We'll circle back to this in weeks ahead. There's a lot more tips we have on how to manage your fear and your anxiety around public speaking, but I encourage you to start with this one. Figure out which elements of your fears of public speaking you have control over and then focus on those in your preparation. That'll go a long way towards calming you down and getting you into a good headspace as you approach a public speaking opportunity. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching this week. As always, I encourage you, like and subscribe if you're enjoying these episodes. Share them internally at your company. We're hearing from a lot of companies that they're doing so, and we really appreciate that. That's exactly 
the type of resource we want this episode, this podcast to be to folks. Uh, make sure you visit us on Facebook and LinkedIn where you can connect with us for more content like this. You can visit us at realcustomtraining.com to see a list of our workshops, including a dynamic skills for public presentations workshop that we have coming up in June. You can also contact me directly if you'd like to discuss workshops for you or your team, andrew at realcustomtraining.com, or you can give me a ring at 860-753-3710. I thank you for listening and for watching, and I'll see you next time.